We're a thousand miles from comfort. We have traveled land and sea. But as long as you are with me, there's no place I'd rather be. This is your time to lit up with Angela Breidenbach. Lit Up is lighting up the literary world with book reviews, in-depth expert interviews, and ideas for you to design a lucrative writing career. Expand your imagination to enhance your life. Lit Up is always family-friendly, always good for your heart. Now, here is your host to Lit Up, Angela Breidenbach. Hey, this is Angela Breidenbach with Lit Up, and I am so excited today that we get to talk not only about books and not only about writing and the industry, but we get to actually ask some great questions of top literary agencies who help their clients self-publish. That's kind of an unusual thing that's been happening in our world today in the industry. And the reason is because how much the industry has changed. And as writers, when we go to conferences, we often talk about how the industry is suddenly not only on its ear, but completely on its other side. It's just flip-flopped. And knowing how to enter into this arena, this new world of publishing, or even as a as a reader, how you can find your favorite authors or find new books or even find new authors to try something new, it's really been uh, an interesting dilemma for everybody because it's so different from the way it was, say, back in the 80s or 90s or even in the 2000s. We have just entered a whole new world because of the electronic age, because of Amazon, because of all these different opportunities that have come up for self-publishing. And so it's really interesting that literary agents today are starting to step into the arena of actually helping their clients self-publish. And for me, that's amazing because it assists an author in building not only their career, but being able to create a livable lifestyle off of that kind of writing career. That's been very difficult in the past, unless you were like the uber top, half of the top 1% in, in writing, and it made it very difficult for authors to make a living. And then, of course, there's all that stuff out there of the craziness when, when people pirate your book and all that. So, you know, we can ask lots of questions about that, too. But today, um, my guest is Virginia Smith. And she's been a friend online and in several of the writing organizations. She's a best-selling author of, get this, 33 novels. Twice what I've done. I'm, like, jealous. And she's still writing. And her books have received multiple awards, including two Holt Medallion Awards of Merit. She spends way too much time on Facebook. I, I believe that. <laughs> and she invites you to connect with her there at Ginny P. Smith. That's Ginny he is in Papa Smith, and her name is Virginia Smith, is what you'll find on the cover of books like The Amish Widower, like we're going to talk about that one today, but we lovingly call her Ginny, and Ginny is also a part of Books and Such and White Glove Publishing, so we really want to help you get to know Ginny, get to know her books, and get to know how she helps her clients as well. Welcome, Ginny. Thank you, Angela. It's good to be here. I am 
I'm just delighted you could come. It's been a, a fun thing to learn about. I just started hearing about, you know, agencies that were helping their authors through this kind of thing just in the last couple of years. And it's been kind of on the down low. So I'm just delighted to have you here to talk about it. Well, thank you. Thank you. It, and it has been on the down low. It's been it's been kind of a something that's crept up just as the I think it all started honestly with ebooks and um, when technology just went insane and it's like blew up the industry. So yeah, it's been, it's, it's not been talked about a lot because at the beginning there was a whole lot of discussion about, um, you know, whether or not that, that was a conflict of interest for literary agents. But I think we've worked through that, and I think um, most agents have positioned themselves now where this is another service they provide to their clients. I think that's amazing. So tell me something. Let's talk really quick about that elephant in the room that where people thought it was something that might be a conflict of interest. And I could see that from even three, four years ago when people started talking about it at conferences. Um, it's not only a conflict of interest what people thought, but also being a, an editor who writes books, you know, so I want to kind of peel that onion apart. And let's start with uh, how do you overcome the conflict of interest for uh, traditional and self-publishing for your clients? Well, I, I'm not sure how other agencies handle it. I do freelance work for books and such literary agency. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been involved in that, that aspect of books and such for, oh my gosh, I can't even remember how many years. When we first looking at assisting our clients with self-publishing, we investigated every single aspect from um, which we still do, providing basically a menu of services, whether it be just non-traditional publishers, which there are a lot of non-traditional publishers. Some of them call themselves indie publishers. They're print-on-demand publishers, but just small presses that mm -hmm. help people get. And, you know, and we looked at that. We looked at should we do our own publishing? And that that's where we kind of ran into the conflict of interest. It's like, you know, why... Um, guide our clients into a self-publishing venue where where we owned everything and we performed every part of the of you know the the execution of getting books published. It just didn't seem right. And so, but then we stumbled upon something um, called that is really you talk about kind of you know being quiet. It's it's almost impossible to find anything out about this. But Amazon has a division that they call White Glove. And White Glove is their agent-assisted self-publishing division. So it's, I mean, if you try to look it up online, you can't find anything about it. It's almost really? like, oh, I'm not kidding. It's like, it, it was like really, really odd when I first started looking into White Glove, trying to get information was, was pretty, you know, it was just not out there. And the reason is because White Glove is only available to literary agencies. It is not available to individuals. And so, but as a literary agency, since, you know, I, I work with books and such, such as a freelance um, employee, I uh, was able to, you know, to get a contact through White Glove. And basically what White Glove does is, Everything from scanning the book, um, if it's only in hard copy, and you know, in a lot of cases, I'm talking about uh, multi-published 
authors whose books have reverted, the rights have reverted. Mm-hmm. They've gone out kind of a long time ago and mm-hmm. they wanted to get them back out there. Well, what, one of the things is, you know, many times all the only things available is a hard copy. And when this first started several years ago, it was pretty expensive to scan and to get, you know, when you scan them, there's all these, you know, little errors that pop up in the, in the um, translation process. But why does scanning, they do the initial cleanup and they do that at no cost whatsoever to our clients. So that's a pretty big deal, you know, and then they do all of the formatting of both print and Kindle um, eBooks. And they also offer um, uh, cover services as well. Now, to be honest, most of our use white gloves cover services because they're template driven. And, and sometimes it's kind of, you know, they're, they're not as slick as we would like them to be. Um, some, some we've had some really good luck with, but, um, some of them, you know, we, we just prefer to, to find our own designers. And I actually maintain a list of designers that we've worked with and our clients have worked with in the past. And, you know, it all ranges, but we try to, to, be a very, very good steward of our clients' money. But basically with White Glove, our clients could go from, you know, a hard copy book and to a finished product with no money down whatsoever, which is virtually impossible if you're doing it on your own. Yeah, it's it can be very, very difficult because of the expense that goes into it. Yes. Um, you know, you were talking about, you know, maintaining a list and all that, and you were talking about scanning. And the immediate thought I had was, um, I wonder how safe or uh, available it would be to send that manuscript somehow over to Fiverr or to somebody to or hire a typist and just like retype the whole thing into the computer. Um, you know, that would be an awfully labor intensive is my guess. But, you know, the thing is that that um, the scanning recognition, character recognition has come so far just in recent years. The technology's improved so much that we're seeing far, far fewer errors these days. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really it's really come a long way. That really just surprises me because I have a really old scanner here in my office. <laughs> so my first thought was typing. Well, I don't think they use really like the HP scanner like I have in my office either. It's, it's probably a little more advanced than that, but <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, what I'd like to know too, we're going to go into into the next segment, but uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about how you actually work with the client to get that done. Okay. And then um, as we continue on in the show, I'd love to hear about your own books. So that'll be really fun. Okay. Uh, so tell me, Jenny, where do we find you online? I am at www.virginiasmith.org. And as you said, I'm on Facebook at Jenny.p.smith. And Jenny is with G. So I I was surprised you said .org. So that's a nonprofit. That's really cool. Well, Um, it sort of is, but also .com wasn't available by the time I tried to say it. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, and you know what? Isn't one? I can't find who owns that domain name, or I would buy it from them. But yeah, who knows? Probably somebody who wants you to buy it from them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. So my name is Angela Breidenbach, and you are here with us on Lit Up. And we're talking about books and writing and how to have a lucrative career and how to find your favorite authors and all those unusual secret 007 things like white glove with Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) You can find uh, me at AngelaBreidenbach.com. You can find our show on TogiNet at Lit Up. And you can also find us on iTunes. And we'll be back right after this. Stay where you are. There's more lit up right after this. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. ...self and published about 25 books for other people, which um, so I just love learning about all of this new technology. And I'm Me really, too. It changes every day, Angela. It really does. No. It's like I'm constantly reading and people are like, how do you know so so much stuff? And it's like, because I read like 24 (laughs) seven. It's true. It really is. But so, so what White Glove does, and basically my role with books and such is when a books and such client has a book that they want to self-publish. And it can be, like I said, it can be a new book. Like we just finished publishing one for Sherry Kyle 
called Road to Harmony. Um, and that w- that's a brand new book for her, even though she's traditionally published as well. We call, we call these authors um, ourselves, because I have a couple, we call ourselves hybrid authors. Which yeah, means, I'm a hybrid. Yeah, so we do some indie and we do some traditional publishing. But, you know, when a client of books and such wants to do that, the first thing that we, we strongly encourage is talk to your agent because your agent is your career partner. And, you know, it may be that they have an idea of a traditional publisher where the book fits. And and um, and it may be that they say, you know, this really isn't the right time for that or this is a really good candidate for, you know, an indie published book and whatever. Then the agent puts them in touch with me and I basically take all the scariness out of the process because (laughs) I. You know, because it can be it can be time consuming and there is a learning curve. But I act as the liaison. I I guide the author through all of the. She cut out there for a minute, but um, Jenny says she guides the author through the entire process to go into the white glove publishing. And I'm curious, uh, how does that work out um, financially? I'm not asking for anybody's specific contract details, but, you know, does the agency then make part of the um, of the commissions or, <clears throat> pardon me, royalties, or, or how does that work? It, that's exactly how it works. Um, I have a, a user ID under Create Space Ang- KDP and the books are published through that and so if you've done some indie publishing you know that royalties are paid monthly and royalties are paid through the agency to the agency who just like any traditional publisher the money goes into the agency's account the agent's commission is taken and then the results or the rest of it is sent to clients the good thing about you know uh, indie publishing is they do pay monthly instead of you know every six months or a year or whatever. Yeah. Most oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very hard when you're trying to do promotion um, to find out when you've got any. Uh, I've had a publisher in the past that it's not just it's supposed to pay twice a year, but it right. takes over three months past the end of that. So it's not. I know. I know. And by the time you've done all of that. You really don't even know what promotions worked, what didn't. There's no way to track it for you if you're really working hard on the marketing side. And you know so. what? That is something I do with our clients as well. And we we really, really test different marketing strategies. And I can watch from the back I and I can watch daily sales. I can see sales of what happens on what day. How many books sold on this day from which avenue. So it's really a lot. It's so fascinating. It's a lot it more is. interesting because you can say, I, in fact, at one time I called one author and I said, did you do something two days ago? Because you had a spike that was just unbelievable. And was, <laughs> she, had, she had, and I didn't even know about it. So, I mean, it's just, so it's really cool that we can test things like that. Yeah, it is. And that, and you can test it with your, your own book. Now, did you do the Amish Widower through books and such or through White Glove or on your own? How did you do that? Oh, the, the Amish Widower is actually a traditionally published book um, through Harvest House Publishers. Through Harvest which, House. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Har- Harvest House has done my last, um, oh gosh, let's see. Uh, 11 or 12 books, I think. And the bad part is anybody, well, you probably discussed this on your show, but Harvest House in December announced that they were shutting down their fiction line. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, so, I remember reading that now, but no, we have not discussed it on the show yet. Oh, yeah. They shut down their fiction line, which left me and a lot of, um, you know, 
uh, Harvest House authors without a publisher. So, you know, indie publishing provides a good option. And some of us are looking for other publishers, you know, traditional publishers as well. But the Amish Widower was already contracted and edited and even, you know, it, it already had the cover and everything. So, and they did honor all of their ongoing contracts. So Harvest House has fiction coming out throughout this year. But then after that, they won't be releasing any more fiction. But The Amish Widower is, so therefore, it is my last book with Harvest House, which means, you know, it's kind of sad, but it also... Now, is that is The Amish Widower going to go out of print anytime soon because they're closing the publishing line? I think that's a reader question that needs to be answered. That's a very good question. And of course, it's one that every author had as well. And the answer is no. Um, they, they have committed that they will continue to market as they had before and that they will keep the books in print. In fact, my previous books, um, five books, were uh, the Tales from the Goose Creek Bed and Breakfast, which is oh, our house. So yeah. I know they were, they're so much fun. But they're still in print and they're still they're still available. And um, they, you know, they would love for me to indie publish future volumes because, you know, that's going to you know, increase sales of the backlist. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't know that the, the Goose Creek series may in itself become a hybrid. I don't know. I really oh, I think that's really exciting. I do. It's fun. It's, well, I'll tell you another thing that's really fun is one thing that I've really been pushing our clients and assisting our clients in is audiobooks. And I love right audiobooks. Now, oh, my gosh, yes. And we have done quite a few now, expensive... I, Go ahead. I have, I have a really quick question about audiobooks right there. Um, right. Do you publish exclusively through one particular platform, such as Audible, or are you publishing widely um, on different platforms? And if so, which ones? We are using ACX, and if mm-hmm. you, it depends on how, if, if you've done them, then, it, then you know it depends on the, the um, arrangement that you have with your narrator producer. And I have been, because we like to offer our clients the no-cost option. You know, we want books out there that, do, that don't cost them anything. And uh, so we're going to dive into that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, folks, uh, I want to point out ACX is the background um, platform for Audible. So if you're a reader, you're actually going on Audible to get the book. ACX is the background platform that, like Ginny or I, would go into to load the book and all the information and to work with the narrator. I wanted to clarify that for our our listeners. Okay, keep going. So ACX, but then ACX, if you have an agreement with a narrator that it is cost you nothing you, you share um, royalties with that narrator 50 50 and mm-hmm. it is available not only through amazon and audible but also through itunes so, okay now and here's the really oh and you know what i heard that uh i read because you know i read 24 yeah. 7 right <laughs> but they now are also supposed to be available on google play because oh, yeah, there was yeah, that I think that's true and that is cool that's very mm-hmm. cool yeah. yeah, because oh, it's, just, well, it's about the monopoly issue, you know, kind of thing. Um, that's right. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, Amazon does own the world. I think I think the goal is world domination. You know, they have their fingers in everything. But yeah. um, all of the all of the Goose Creek series are. In fact, I just approved the uh, third book in the series, and the fourth book recording starts next month, and then the fifth book, which is a Christmas novella, will be out in in audio in um, in October. So, and they, oh, and I just hired the narrator for the Amish Widower. So 
it's just, it's so much fun. And Sherry, Kyle, and I are actually working together to produce an audio through ACI Harmony. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, it is, it's so much fun. I'm thinking if, if uh, our technology is working right, we may be able to bring Sherry in as a surprise guest for this next part of the show. So okay. that would be really fun. Let's that see if we can... It. If we can get her in at the break, and then we'll um, we'll have we'll have you both stay on, and we can visit back and forth. That can be really really fun. That'd be fun, yeah. So if you were to if you do these in audiobook and you're and you're sharing, how are you doing in sales? I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit. Can you repeat that? Sure. How are you doing in in sales with some of those people that are um, that are doing the fifty fifty? You know. But, you know, audiobooks, it, it really depends. There is a huge, I think, uh, demand for audio historical romance that we've done. We've seen a lot of sales on. Um, I have an indie published one called the Science Fiction Fantasy in Biblical, the Days of Noah. And that one has done, believe it or not, extremely well. I just, I'm stunned. And then we've had some contemporaries that have done okay and some that haven't. So I really, it really is kind of hit and miss. But I personally think audiobooks are the next big thing. Like Kindle and eBooks were the next big thing 10 years ago. Oh, I think they're they're huge. They're huge. Absolutely. And I think they are because even, you know, I live in Montana, drive long distances, but when I drive down to my hometown in Vegas, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts uh, all the way. So I'm just like, it's it's a, a great way to get education, to get entertainment. You know, it's amazing. We are going to have to go into uh, a break here, but I wanted to remind folks that we're talking with Virginia Smith, the author of The Amish Widower, and you can find her at virginiasmith.org. And Ginny's going to stay with us, and we're going to try to bring in a surprise guest, Sherry Kyle, who Ginny has worked with very closely. So we are going to see you very shortly um, back with our surprise guest, Sherry Kyle. And um, this is Angela Breidenbach at Lit Up. And uh, you can find me at AngelaBreidenbach.com, and you can find out about my books. And you can find uh, Ginny also on Facebook at Ginny with a G, G-I-N-N-Y dot P dot Smith. Ginny dot P dot Smith. You'll find her on Facebook. And we'll see you right after the break. Stay right where you are. There's more Lit Up right after this. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine, 
Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. Every time we go into that music, I'm just like dancing here in my office chair. <laughs> I love well, that I'll music. Tell you what, every time we go into that music, it says your name and then this, this beautiful voice comes on and it makes me think that's you singing. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I, I do sing. Uh, and I and I did get trained uh, to sing and all that, and I sing okay. in church and stuff. But I definitely have not sung on the radio unless it's been uh, for a goofy interview. <laughs> Maybe I'll sing you back out. No. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to to share with everybody that not only do we have Virginia Smith, lovingly known as Ginny, with us here on Lit Up, but we were able to contact Sherry Kyle, the gal that she mentioned earlier in the show, and bring her in. And Sherry Kyle is the author of Delivered with Love, The Heartstone, Watercolor Dreams, and the new book that, that Ginny mentioned, Road to Harmony. And Ginny, you said this one's the one that you guys are working on to go to audiobook, correct? We are right now. The book came out, um, the print and Kindle book came out on May 1st. And so we are right now searching for a narrator producer through um, to put it onto Audible. That is so exciting. She also, uh, Sherry writes books for tweens and is a Gold Mom's Choice Award winner. When Sherry isn't writing, she enjoys taking walks, decorating her beach home. I want a beach home. And having coffee with friends. I want a coffee. (laughs) She lives on the California coast with her hubby and their four children. And she's a member of the Christian Authors Network with me. I'm president of the Christian Authors Network. And I'm just delighted we were able to get hold of Sherry. So welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you so much. Sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> no, no, you did great. So um, Sherry had no idea that we were trying to call her, and we surprised her, and she answered. <laughs> so that's fantastic. So I'm just curious, how are you guys looking for um, a a narrator for um, Road to Harmony? Well, on the ACX uh, website there is a where you go into search on the right hand side it says producers for hire and when you click on that you can look on the left hand side and um you know categorize your search a little bit better like the genre and you know male or female what even what kind of voice you'd like um so it's been really fun for me to kind of narrow it down and email the the narrators and see if they're they're interested or if they have time available. 
Oh, that's really cool. And then you get to listen to the different voices and choose. Well, tell us, first of all, what what is Road to Harmony about, Sherry? And so then how does that guide you in looking for a voice style? Yes, Road to Harmony is a historical romance set in the early 1900s in a little tiny town called Harmony Valley, California. It is actually a a real town that was established when a dairy farming community um, really had a feud with each other. And they named the town Harmony after a truce was called um, when somebody was shot. That is history. I know. So I I did um, add a little bit of that element, you know, into the book, but definitely the chaos that's going on um, in the dairy farming community and a thief is on the loose. So um, my main character is named Elena Seifert, and um, she is torn between making this big decision here between her childhood sweetheart who returns and the shopkeeper that her parents really want her to marry. Ah, who hasn't been torn between two loves, right? It's very (laughs) universal. (laughs) At at least people, I think, really will relate to the decision of trying to please your family Mm -hmm. and doing what you feel in your heart um, is what you feel best. You know, that's something that we've all struggled with. And I actually see my kids struggling with that as they're growing up and moving out of the home. Um, We all have big decisions. And sometimes people wrestle with having a decision made. And some other people wrestle with, you know, making that decision. So um, it's a book about basically having peace and harmony. That is awesome. So how do you, are you looking for a female voice, a male-female duo, a male voice? What are you looking for? Well, I do have a large cast of characters, but I am really looking for a female voice. Mm-hmm. And um, I tend uh, to like um, women that have a little bit of a higher voice, probably because of the tween writing that I also do. But mm-hmm. um, so I do um, click on that. You know, it says mid to high voice you can even do that or low to mid oh wow yeah i mean it's very um specific you can ask for a voice that's warm and engaging or a storyteller things like that that um it kind of it really narrows down your search that's really interesting because for me um when my book a healing heart uh, was taken into audio it was actually a traditional book that was sold through the contract rights to audible and they hired the actress for it. And so I didn't have a choice in who the actress was, but I, I have become fast friends with her. I love her dearly. And her voice is like velvet, golden velvet, sweet honey. It's just amazing. And so, you know, we may do something together in the future because I, I fell in love with her voice, but I also love her personality. She's just the neatest person. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's fun working with them and, in this case, she contacted me because she wanted to know how to pronounce a couple of words in the Pacific Northwest, you know, where my book was set. It was set in Bozeman, Montana. And so she wanted to make sure she was saying those right because she was from the South. 
you know, and it, it was amazing to, to do that. And she actually had a part in Selma. So when you're working with these actors and actresses, these voice character people, um, they often do regular acting work, which, and this is like for Ginny and others, uh, other writers. It's part of the world that they live in to do different kinds of industry jobs to fill out their career and get experience and and that's one of the things i saw i saw with her which was really really neat but go ahead very true because i've been you know not only um listening to their voice but i've been you know researching them a little bit and looking at their websites and finding out what other kind of work they do and they are very amazing people very gifted and um for my uh, book Watercolor Dreams, which is also um, another historical romance that I've written. Um, the voice that um, my publisher hired at first, I was like, hmm, I don't know. It's kind of low. She sounds, you know, my character is young, but you know what? Um, Marianne Jacobs is her name and she is amazing. She's an amazing storyteller. And, you know, once I put that aside and started listening, then you can't stop. You know, that's a sign of a good storyteller is when, when you're just sucked into listening. Yeah. 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 So now Jenny, do you and Sherry make this decision together on the voice? No. Well, I will of course listen to it and give her my opinion, but uh, no, the choice is completely Sherry's. The way we work together is I set up, like I was telling you, I created the the how-to booklet. I created this pretty in-depth, um, you know, how to sign on, how to select a voice, how to contact the person. And then with this booklet yeah. that you created, Jenny, is this something that other people can get, or is this exclusive to those that are in the um, books and such white glove arena? I actually have two versions because I created it, of course, for books and such clients because I wanted, you know, I mean, it it can be confusing to navigate through that. But then Mm -hmm. I had so many writer friends who said, oh, gosh, do you think you could share that with me that I did create a second version that is not books and such specific that I will share with writer friends if they ask me. What's the title? Angela, if you want to do it, I'll be happy to send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. You better send it. You better send it. (laughs) But but Sherry, you know, basically it talks Sherry through how to, um, and once you learn it, I mean, you know, she, she now has it. She doesn't have to refer to my booklet, but she will decide upon a narrator. They have to sign. I own the account because it's a books and such account. Um, And so the, we posted an audition script that Sherry picked a selection from her book and writers. And if they're interested in that kind of of book and that kind of arrangement, they'll do an audition and then I will receive the audition and send it to Sherry. Sherry will make the decision and then she Mm -hmm. will work one-on-one with her narrator all the way until it's in until the end. And then I like click the final button that says, okay, yeah, we approve. So, you know, I get to do all, she does all the work and I get to say, Hey, yeah, I published your book. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, I may give a plug for Jeannie because she's been amazing through this whole process. So I love it when you love it together. Um, Gary, can you tell us where we can find you online? Sure. Uh, You can go to my name, Sherry Kyle. That's spelled S H E R R Y K Y L E.com. 
And do you have other social media that people can follow you on? I do. Listed on my website, you can uh, click on um, Pinterest and Twitter and Facebook and uh, connect with me there as well. Fabulous. And I know she's also a Christian Authors Network author. And so you can find more about her plus her speaking topics at christianauthorsnetwork.com slash sherry dash Kyle. That's S-H-E-R-R-Y dash K-Y-L-E. And that'll give you her featured authors um, page. And then uh, there's also a speakers bureau on the Christian Authors Network if you would like to connect with Sherry for future speaking opportunities, which is a really neat thing. And so just giving a plug real quick to the Christian Authors Network, if you are a published author and you have at least one traditional um, book published and you can have one self-published, um, but you have to have at least two books total with one of them being traditional, you can ask to be a member of the Christian Authors Network. And once a month, the Christian Authors Network board looks at applications and uh, we really work hard to approve them. And if not, if there's something else that the author needs to do to qualify, we send back a note so that they can try again, which is a really awesome thing. But it is a marketing cooperative of of Christian authors working to get the word out about these books for everyone. And I, I'm so excited to also tell you, Sherry Kyle was a founding member of the Christian Authors Network. So um, what a delight to have her with us today. And we're going to be back for one more segment, which is really, really fun. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I said, Sherry, I meant Ginny. I've got two people online. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny was a founding member of CAN. So when we come back, we're going to talk more with Sherry Kyle and Virginia Smith and about their books and about how this whole big wide business works. And you can find more about me at AngelaBreidenbach.com, my books. And if you go to the Christian Authors Network, you can also find my featured uh, author page at ChristianAuthorsNetwork.com slash Angela-Breidenbach. And we will be back with you right after this. Stay right where you are. There's more lit up right after. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. 
Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature, and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. I am honestly over here bouncing in my chair. I love that music. It's like, it's not place I'd rather be. <laughs> and there is no place I'd rather be than with my friends Jenny and Sherry right now. So thank you for being on the show, ladies. This has been so much fun. And I want to hear more. Fun. <laughs> I want to hear more about what's going on in your lives. So let's start real quick with Ginny. Ginny, what state do you live in and um, do you do much speaking? Um, I live, I spend part of my time in Kentucky, which is my birth home. And uh, so we're here part of the year and we're in Salt Lake City the rest of the year. And um, do I do much speaking? You know, it kind of comes in phases. I do a lot of conference speaking. I'm a certified lay speaker for the United Methodist Church. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of, um, I don't mean a lot, but I do a fair amount of filling in pulpits when, you know, a, a pastor has gone on vacation or whatever. And um, so, yeah, I do that kind of speaking. That's really fun. I got to do some of yeah, that up in but- Canada uh, a couple years ago and it was it's quite exhilarating and it's also very nerve-wracking <laughs> <laughs> well I'll tell you to me what would be nerve-wracking it, it make, gives me a great appreciation for full-time pastors because you know I I have like a you know a list of 15 messages that if I travel around to different you know churches I can pick one out but they have to come up with something new every single week it really I, I i admire them because they have to hear from the lord in order to be able to feed the flock you know yeah yeah and i think that's that's part of the nerve-wracking stuff and it's like uh, really having to tune in and be aware and uh, sometimes people agree or disagree with you based on their own life history and their own experience and walk with the Lord. So it's very different um, yeah. kind of speaking that can be done. Yeah. Sherry, yeah. tell us a little bit about you. Where, What state are you in and what kind of speaking do you do? I live in California on the coast. And um, currently I just finished a book for tweens and I'm researching uh, novel ideas. And um, I don't get to do a whole lot of speaking, but I'm always available and up for it. Um, my newest adventure is creating a room on our house for to be my office. Ooh. Yes. And now- in my former home, I had a little writing shed that was built out back, and I turned that into my little writing sanctuary. And this home, I really don't have that kind of a space. And... I know that people tell me it's time to kick your kids out of the house, but um, <laughs> I see it as another opportunity for me to decorate, right? So Right, right. <laughs> I did that in uh, 2009 when I went full-time writing and speaking. Um, my, I was an empty nester, 
and I took over my my daughters. I had two daughters in in this upper bedroom. I took over that bedroom. It's a little bit bigger than some of the others in the house, which is lovely. And <laughs> and it is now my office. I have a gorgeous desk and filing cabinet that are are Queen Anne style, dark cherry, you know, those kind of thing. And then my daughter helped me sponge paint this wall that I look at that's full of color and creativity. And I think it, having that space, I, I'm in, I'm saying this to encourage you. Having that space uh, really makes it more into that occupation versus hobby, uh, but it also gives you that clarity of when I'm going to work, I'm going to my office, and it really helps put you in the mindset. And when I had that writing shed um, in our previous home, that's exactly why we built it. And um, this home, my daughter's room is the per- would be the perfect office, but she is graduating college and returning home, so it's just a necessity <laughs> for her right now. No, 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 no. I have an idea for you. She may be graduating college and returning home, but um, that doesn't mean she has to return to the same bedroom. Where do, Where else does she go? <laughs> You put her on the couch and she won't stay long. There you go. No, you put her in. Do you, you, you can get an RV and she can be in the RV and then she. <laughs> well, you know what? She's earning money to go back to uh, do her student teaching. So she went to private university and uh, she needs to, uh, on an academic scholarship, I do have to say, and well, she just needs uh, a little break. So we're providing that for her. You know, and the thing about that is it's it's also a very universal truth thing of what's happening in our world today that we have to give the opportunity to our kids to regroup after college. And that's difficult because the expenses of college and right. and trying to find a job and trying to do you go on to your master's? Do you go on to your next part of that education arena. And so I think we're going back to what we were more a part of in 100 and 150 years ago that was common for thousands of years is that we were more generationally, boy, say that 10 times fast. We were more generationally (laughs) connected, you know, in reality. And so I kind of, I think it's kind of cool. That she's coming home. I think that's cool too. I think you're right, Angela. And and it it makes me sad because as I said, I spend my time, you know, on each side of the country. And the point is I have grandchildren in both States. And Mm so, you know, I, I'm spread so thin trying to be there for everybody, but Mm -hmm. you know, because of, of our society today, that's the only way for me to have, like a personal relationship with these kids is to make sure that I'm there. So I, I miss, I, I want us all to live in a village and <laughs> you know, right next door to each other. You know, I don't yeah. want them in the house with me. I, I will confess that, but I do want them to be next door to me. You know, it, it's <laughs> really fun. Yeah. To be in the same house for a little bit. And then it's <laughs> much more fun to have that house just to you and your hubby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I need a sunroom. There you go. That's right. You need an office, Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) I love that idea. So, Jeannie, do you have kids at home? Are you empty nester? Where are you at? Oh, I'm definitely empty nester. I have two grown children. So with grown children, um, do they come, did they come back and stay like both Sherry and my kids have done from time to time? My son has done that several times. Uh, he was a yo-yo kid for a while, but he hasn't in, in a number of years. He's, you know, he's, 
married. He has uh, two kids, the cutest little Kentucky grandkids you ever saw. And Aww. then my daughter, I, y'all, just amazing. Just, they're, they're awesome. And then um, my daughter has the cutest little Utah boy you ever saw. And oh, so, you know, so, yeah, no, they don't, don't, they don't come back anymore. Oh, wow. We have we have a family of uh, combined of six. And so far, we have a total of seven grandkids. Oh. And yeah, and five okay, of our kids. Still, fun? Yeah, I, do. I have a great grandson. Because what? we have the combined. Yes, I do. I, and that great grandson will be one year old next week. Because oh. my husband is Oh, yeah, he's quite he's quite a bit older than I'm. And of course, my grandchildren are, are um, four, six and seven. And then together, you know, his his grandchildren that, you know, that I've known since they were born. So here's the deal with with all of these children and grandchildren and challenges with remodeling homes and kids having to yo-yo back and forth between school and, and new work life and all that. The reality is we're the same as every single other person out there in the world today. <laughs> I don't are you guys also um taking care of parents or you know involved in what you know are you sandwich generation? I definitely am. My um my husband's parents have passed away sadly. They are the ones that lived in our area, but my parents um live in Colorado and um my brother is in town. So um he helps them when needed, but they're pretty independent still. So uh, that's a good thing. Jenny, how about you? I have uh, my mother is still living and a stepfather, and they are in Kentucky, so that's another reason to be here. You know, part of the year, but um, you know, I'm not I'm not a caretaker for them at all. They're still both. Well, my my stepfather is a, a, a disabled Vietnam War vet, so he's in a wheelchair. But you would not believe how active he is. So. Wow. That is yeah. so cool. You know, I just heard the coolest thing there. We went to a business meeting last night here in town and it, that company, um, helps people that are, that are military veterans who are either using walkers or wheelchairs when they move into an apartment or a new home, they get, they go in and put in hard flooring so that they're not limited or tripping or having trouble getting around their home. And it was just the coolest thing in the world to me and locally how companies can be involved doing those kinds of things. That, that really, it is amazing. And, you know, because I have someone who's so close to me who, um, you know, who has need of things like that, you just can't believe the remodeling we, they've done on their house. And he has a van that, you know, is like the slickest van in the world that he can drive with hand controls and stuff. It, it's pretty amazing what they do today. I'm going to ask you each one last quick question. And then we're uh, then we'll be at the end of the show. So I just want a kind of a quick answer. Do you volunteer anywhere? And if so, where and why? And just try to sum it up real quick. Sherry? I um I'm really available to my friends and of course my family, but my friends. And just the other day a friend of mine was really in need of finding a home and I've actually helped Five people find homes to rent or to buy, and I know people tell me I should be a realtor, but um, because I love all that stuff, but it's more my ministry. So, that is so cool. And Jeannie? That's amazing. 
I do a lot of writing, mentoring to people who um, are not as far along on the path as I am. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of my volunteer work for for writers. And then I also, during the research of of one of my Goose Creek books, um, I did a bunch of research on feral cats. And I ended up registering as a cat foster mom. So oh, I, I love it. I raised this, this little, you know, litter of kittens that were foster, that were feral kittens. And yeah, I, I love that. Love that. Oh, man. I love both of what you do, both you, Jenny, and you, Sherry. And of course, Muse is my, my feline. And he was a feral cat that I have trained. And by the way, Jenny, you can train a cat to sit, stay, come, lay down, roll over, jump through a hoop, jump through a stick, and shake hands, just in case you didn't know that. (laughs) I was lucky with these little tiny kittens to train them to use the litter box. So, you know. (laughs) Well, I just have to thank both you ladies for being with me here today. This has been a really, really fun show. You can find Sherry Kyle at SherryKyle.com, and you can find uh, Virginia Smith, lovingly called Ginny, at VirginiaSmith.org. Did I get that right, Ginny? That's right. And and you can find me at AngelaBreidenbach.com or every week here on TogiNet at this show called Lit Up. And we want to... entice you to continue to listen to these shows to enjoy learning from the experts and picking their brains and learning how to find their books and movies and everything else here at lit up it's been a delight to have you ladies thank Thank you so so much i have enjoyed it so much come back again soon have a great day many times Thank you for joining us on Lit Up. Light up your literary world. Expand your imagination. Enhance your life. Lit Up will be back next week with another great conversation. Join us, won't you, right here on Lit Up. There's no place I'd rather be.